Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Get in the Flow podcast, where we are trying to help you get your business in the flow of clients, relationships, and revenue. What we are talking about today are vision boards, because today, as I am recording this, just happens to be January 5th, 2021, and it is my very first podcast recording of the new year. So what I wanted to do is talk a little bit about casting vision. There's nothing that can be more overwhelming in the beginning of the year than everyone telling you how to make a new year's resolution or hey let's do this vision board workshop or hey you should be you know writing down your goals and dreams and i understand this topic can be very very i don't know how to word it played out i guess people can constantly talk about vision boards but there's a reason why at the beginning of the year it is still helpful to think about some of your goals for the he- the year ahead but i would say what how i like to break it down is sort of in quarters after i think of the whole year and do an overall vision then i break it down into smaller chunks now some people put their vision boards together and they get to december 31st and they go look at what they did in january and they go what went wrong i did not do have the things that are on this vision board and There can be some reasons why this happens. I'm going to talk about seven reasons why vision boards can fail and how you can really do an effective job of casting your vision for the new year. Because I think we tend to overestimate what we can accomplish in a year and then we bag on ourselves when we don't get it all done. And we don't need to be that hard on ourselves. Plenty of people in our lives are probably hard on us already. So let's, let's cancel that for 2021, first of all. So one reason that our vision boards can fail is if we overload them with photos. So the first thing I would say about a vision board, you can do it any way you want. You can do them digitally. You can buy a poster board at Walmart and paste actual like magazine cutout pictures. I've had friends do that. I've had friends get photos from online, print them out on their printer and arrange them so that they have a visual representation they can hang on their wall. I used to use an app on my phone that you could put all your pictures into a little rectangle thing for your desktop wallpaper. And then I would screenshot that and use it as my wallpaper for the year. So every time my phone locked, I couldn't be reminded of my my goals for the year. So there are literally countless ways you can do this. Um, but I like to think about first my revenue goals for the year and kind of calculate how much a month I want to make and really see how close I can get to even just half of that goal at, in the beginning of the year and then add a little bit to it as the year goes by. That's why If I say to myself, this year I want to make $300,000 after taxes, I go and I go, okay, how much a month do I have to make before taxes? How many clients does that equal? And what vacation days do I want to take? And then I kind of start back planning from there. So sometimes I use my vision board as kind of a backup to my goal setting And I think that's really what it is. Most people are kind of along the same line when they do these vision boards. Um, But the too many pictures issue doesn't seem like a big deal. But I think sometimes people, because they put so much on there, it's a little bit overwhelming. So when you're starting to put on, I want to go on vacation, I want to lose 
80 pounds. I want to make this much money. I want to meet the man of my dreams. I want to buy a new house. I want to buy a new car. I want want my kids to go to some fancy. It's like your brain just starts melting because it's just a lot of things to uh, smash into a year. But, you know, dreaming big is still good. But I would say pick four things that you can really think through like in a quarterly way so that you can have them. So for me, I am going to force myself to take a vacation every single year because there's been times where it's gone two, three years and I haven't had a legit vacation. I've traveled for work, but that to me is not the same thing. So forcing myself to have a vacation for at least a week a year, this year I've already mapped it out for September. Um, Just things like that, that you know that are big, but you can do them. Uh, Another, I usually put my revenue goal, my vacation goal, Sometimes it is a health goal, like eating healthier, losing weight or whatever. But I've learned that when I do that to myself, I tend to fail rather quickly. So I'd rather just do baby steps like, okay, I'm going to eliminate this particular food from my diet for a month and then see how I feel after the month is over. So I would just use the vision board as a tool to achieve something or even as you go along with your business or in your life just think through doable things and then um, have some other things for when you do reach those goals, maybe save some of the extra ones for backups. As you achieve things, you can revise your board. A lot of other thing, another thing people do is they create this amazing (laughs) vision board, but then they put it in their closet or they put it (laughs) behind a shelf somewhere or they just go, oh, good, I made my vision board. I'm all set. And they don't look at it again for the rest of the year. So what I would recommend something visible all the time, if it's your desktop screen, although now that we're on Zoom all the time and people share their desktops, you might not want everything on your desktop screen, but somewhere that you know that you're going to look at it and it's not going to become this pie in the sky thing. Um, those of you who love feng shui, it's kind of like one of those feng shui things. Keep it around. Do not forget. <laughs> oh my goodness. For those of you who don't know, Heroes Media Group produces all of my podcasts. And I really wish you were here to see Adam doing his feng shui maneuvers in my desktop. Oh, my lanta. Anyway, so <laughs> another thing people do when they're not sure about their you know, to make their vision board more effective. And maybe they don't, they don't know why their vision board's not working. The third reason, because maybe they're, you're just not clear about what you want exactly. So maybe you just want to get rich. Maybe that's, maybe that's your goal. That's a lot of people's goal, right? It's not a bad goal, but what does that mean? If you don't put a real number to it, I think it gets a little bit abstract Or some people will be like, I want to attract a lot of like-minded friends in my world or whatever. I would think more about, I would love to make two or three new friends, or I would like to strengthen relationships with these particular people. Sounds cheesy, but honestly, I was so, there was a point in my life where I was like, you know what? I really just, I prayed for quality relationships in business and quality relationships in my personal life. And those things actually will happen if you are really not necessarily focused on them, but you're highly intentional and aware of that thing inside you that wants to have that in your life. Because when you don't 
intentionally go about making friends, you can realize that all of a sudden the people around you really aren't, you don't really have that much in common with them. You just happen to meet them at a networking event and clicked or something. But I've been very intentional about friendships, business partnerships, that kind of thing. And in 2020, that has paid off dividends. I'm working with the best people, probably the best people ever in my business since 10 years ago. And it makes doing business fun. It makes life fun. Even in my personal life, I have friends now that'll just show up at my house and um, neighbors that show up. Yesterday, my neighbor came over with a bunch of fresh eggs that his chickens <laughs> laid and just making intentionally going over there and saying, hi, I'm your neighbor. You know, how are you? Do you need anything? Those types of things. That's what I wanted for my family, my daughter to have great neighbors. If she ever needs anything, she can run to someone for help. So um, anyway, another mistake that people can make when they're doing their vision boards is really being able to sit and visualize it. So some people don't associate their dream with something in their mind that they can really pinpoint. So think about whether you're stepping into the shoes of your future self, like what you're imagining on your vision board, or are you looking at your dream from like an observer type thing? Like when you're looking at someone else, maybe you're going, you know what? I want to be just like so-and-so that you have in your life. Like maybe it's your neighbor or maybe like someone that you really respect, admire, they're level-headed, they have a great family, they have a great home, they're you're just like, you know, I wish I could be more like that person. Maybe not exactly like them, but just you wish your life was framed up a little bit differently. So you have to figure out how do you attain those things. Some people look at that lifestyle like it's intangible, like somebody else is living that life and that it's not really for you. And when you do your vision board, you need to really picture yourself going on that vacation, picture yourself driving that car, picture yourself living in that house. And what work will you be doing every day? When I started my business years ago, I just really liked helping people build their websites. And I had zero thought process beyond that. And so I was just getting people with random little website projects because there was no vision for a bigger business when I started out. And that was before I actually had a business. It was 2009. It was really just freelancing by accident because I was asked to help out with people, people's side projects outside their full-time job and all that. So once I really had a vision for what I wanted to do, what I wanted my business to be, I was able to actually build something significant. And even though it changed, like, gosh, five, five, six years in, I pivoted everything completely. It still wasn't totally off the mark from what I started with. So I'm still providing the same services. I'm just delivering them in a different way. And I'm branded a little bit differently than I was before. But that envisioning yourself doing the work and what your lifestyle is helps a lot with you motivating yourself when things get tough to do what you have to do. Another thing when you're building out your vision board, I would ask yourself this. It really doesn't, this doesn't have to do with putting together physically the vision board itself, but it's really your belief system. Um, what is blocking you mentally from achieving any of the things on your vision board? Are you accidentally sabotaging your own success? Are you afraid that you're going to fail? Are you afraid you're going to succeed? Some people are actually petrified that they're going to get the $50,000, $100,000 client, $200,000 client, whatever it is, 
and they're not going to be able to make it happen and they're going to fail and they're going to, you know, look stupid or lose credibility or whatever the fear is. And what I can tell you from experience is I have gotten a client that was huge and I have messed it up and I have had to <laughs> apologize, shift gears, hire someone else to help me. And all you can do is be yourself with integrity and you know what your skill set is. Now, if you're really amazing at being a car mechanic and you have no experience doing digital marketing and you decide tomorrow that you're going to switch careers and become a digital marketer, I would say that would be really stupid. But if you know that you are amazing at something and you can help people get a result, whether it is a mechanic or whether it is, you know, something online, you have to know that internally and that no matter what problem someone brings to you, you will either be the solution or you will find the solution for them. And that's really our job. People have problems they need help with and we're there to help them. Yes, they pay us to do that, but that's still, that's the reason that entrepreneurship became such a powerful thing. And why capitalism is such a powerful thing because we are essentially helping each other solve each other's problems in a free system. So sorry, that was such a tangent from vision boards, but there goes my brain. But um, anyway, so that's what I would like for you to think through while you're building it. Um, do not self-sabotage this year. Make a commitment to yourself now that for the rest of 2021 or whenever you're hearing this, it could you could be hearing this in February. I'm not sure when it's going to go live, but you will still have several months in the year, at least more than half of the year to get this down. Don't self-sabotage yourself. Um, the Next thing I want to talk about is not taking action. You can make the most fancy, pretty, gorgeous HGTV-inspired vision board that you've ever seen in your life, and you could not do anything with it. So once you have your big goals, write down what you have to do. For me, to buy my house. So I'll take a real-life example that happened to me. I'm going on the third year of walking this out. So I relocated from Arizona to Rhode Island in 2018. It was like August timeframe. And I, my credit score was scary, horrible. And I had a divorce. I had, gosh, like, I don't even, there's like a myriad of reasons why that happened. But I knew that I wanted to buy a house. And one of my lucky things is, you know, I call it lucky, but I was in the military, so I do have VA benefits, so I don't need a down payment for buying a house. So that's one caveat that I should tell you. But I knew that if I was going to buy a house, I had to have a credit score that was going to allow me to actually do that regardless of the VA benefits that I have um, able to use. And so I, and I had 11 derogatory items. Some of them were very minor, but they were still there. Like, I think one of them was like $120 and I didn't even know what was on there. And so when I moved to Rhode Island, I said, okay, my first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm near family. I have a support system now. I can go line by line and really tackle this credit score situation. I went in within nine months, I had either paid off or gotten rid of these negative things I reported like so I took action steps so my goal was to clean up my credit report and I actually thought it was going to take me more than a year to do that because there was just in my mind it was a big task I'd never really paid attention to my credit report 
I know that sounds terrible, but when you're going through so much financially and with life, sometimes you just are thinking to yourself, I just need to get through today. I can't even think about my credit report right now. I just have to feed my kid. And when you're in that mindset, you, you let things go. So I let it go. And, um, so anyway, less than a year later, every single derogatory is gone. And now I have really, the only thing I have on there that's recent is when I bought my Jeep. Um, a friend of mine needed a car. I had my car paid off. I gifted her my car and then I bought a Jeep, um, because my credit was good. And I was able to raise my points, like a hundred points within that year, which was to me insane. I didn't think you could do that. And then I had a couple of people give me some advice on how to leverage my credit cards and keep them below a certain percentage. And then I, you know, opened up a few different new ones. And so there's all these strategies I did, but I found the answers to how to do it. And I knocked off one thing at a time. Every single week I was calling the credit agency going, I need help taking this off. Or I was disputing something. So take action on the things that you have to do to get to the vision because that a year later from when I set that goal, I bought my house. So um, people were like, what is going on? You were, <laughs> you're freaking out about money and then a year later you buy a house. And so I definitely can say that this is doable in a year. Things you'd be surprised if you put your mind to it. So definitely take action. And item number seven, the last thing I'm going to talk about is not sharing your vision. So this also has to do with the mindset thing I talked about earlier. If you have a vision in your mind of where you want to go with your business and you don't have anyone to share it with, or you don't have someone to keep you accountable for those things, you probably aren't going to, um, you're probably not going to take action on them because you might dream really big and your friends don't. And that's another reason to be intentional about friendships, but you want to, um, you want to be around people who are going to be like, you know what, you want to make a hundred thousand dollars a month. Freaking. Yeah. Like, let's talk about that. How do we do that? How many clients do you need to get? Do you need to hire people to help you with that at a certain point? And let's map it out because it might not be in 2021, but it might be in 2022 where you reach that goal. So, uh, vision boards are great tools, but they're easily fallible if you don't really think through why you're doing it and what your end state is and really executing on some of the things that you want to do. You definitely don't want to surround yourself with naysayers when you get this done. So when you people who don't share their vision are typically afraid that someone's going to make fun of their dream or not be supportive. If your friends and family are not supportive of what your dreams are, which I can tell you there are many times that my family said, Kaylin, just freaking get a job and quit this. Like you are struggling. I'm like every entrepreneur that I know has struggled and most successful ones have failed in at least one business venture, if not more than one. So you cannot allow people to stop you from what you want to do. You just can't because you're learning along the way and you're making an impact in other people's lives while you're learning, whether or not you're making enough to quit your day job yet that remains to be seen, but you will. Because when you invest in yourself and you focus on your vision, it's inevitable that you're going to make it happen. You just will over time. It's the natural flow of things. So don't get discouraged with yourself. If you have not done your vision board for this year yet, as you're listening to this, think, think about whether you want to create one or even just have a items that you big goals and then tasks associated with it. Pick four things put some bullet points underneath of what you got to do to get it done 
and hang it on the wall. If that's your vision board on an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper, do it because you've got to have something to strive for. And there's no reason not to do it now. There really isn't. I don't care what's going on in the news or what's going on in your personal life. You've got to take action on your part. That's all I have for this podcast. I hope it's been helpful and we will catch you on the next one.